Welcome, everybody. The Wisconsin Football Podcast has returned. It's the preseason edition. Guys are ready. They're in camp. Bart Basterna with Coach Joe Loth. And, uh, Coach, we're going to get to meet some some of the people, coaching staff and players, who uh, are a big, big part of this Wolves program. I can't tell you how excited I am getting ready for this particular season. Yeah, I'm, I'm truly excited for the season. You know, it's one of those years, you know, the year ends and you can't wait for the next season because the guys you have coming back and everything. I think you're going to see in this podcast too, but part of the reason I'm excited is we got a bunch of really good football players, a bunch of really good kids too. I mean, they really have some good kids uh, and it makes coaching so much, you know, more enjoyable when you not only have talented kids, but you have really good kids that are involved, committed, and, and uh, look forward to uh, – they look forward to you know practicing and playing. I look forward to coaching them too. Well, you've got your whole staff coming back yep. for this year, so that's a good thing. And I know some some pieces will be missing in terms of personnel on the field as far as uh, players go, but uh, enough guys got their experience. I think they're ready to step up, and we'll meet some of them. Yeah, you know, like you said, first of all, having your entire coaching staff back is like having returning starters back for teaching purposes, just being able to operate as a staff, but continuality. So I'm excited about that. And uh, and I agree, you know, we're excited about, you know, kind of moving forward and, and uh, we can't wait to get started. Well, we will return with some of those individuals. We're meeting the uh, guys who are key players in the past, guys who are taking over positions, members of the coaching staff, and then we'll wrap things up with uh, Coach Joe Loth. Westcon Football Podcast, we thank you for rejoining us for this season, this preseason. Don't dare go away. We're pleased to get to talk to a lot of the Westcon football players coming back for the 2023 season. And Kyle Jackson's one of them, Danbury kind of guy, so we love that especially. <laughs> and what we like to point out is that Kyle uh, wasn't at Westcon originally, came from Wagner, but boy, made an impact and played a, <laughs> a lot, <laughs> Kyle. You were, you were a busy guy last season. Yes, sir. I played a lot of snaps, but um, I made sure the coaches all knew that uh, this year I'll be, I'll be way, way more ready for it. Because I, I feel like I wasn't really prepared for that last year for all the snaps that I took. Well, you you come into a program, when you go from one program to another, it's different from going from high school yeah. into into college. You expect that things are going to be different. Now you get into the collegiate ranks. What really are the the differences when you, you go from one program and transfer into another? Honestly, uh, first things first, obviously be uh, probably the size difference. So um, in high school, not everybody's as big as you, but um, I was at the Division One level before this. So although we didn't have really any games and stuff like that because of COVID, um, we still practiced. So it, it got me in tune to, to kind of get a feel for how the players are and how college football works and stuff like that and, and, and the speed that I got to be going to and how I have to go by my day to make sure I'm, I'm as good as I can be. Now, you're here, you're back in in Danbury, mm -hmm. and is it a good thing I for you? I love it. It's an amazing thing for me. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this is probably one of the biggest decisions I've made in my life. Like uh, I've been I've been really happy since being here. I, all the coaches know that, and I'm, I'm really happy I came back for a second year. Now, Westcon is a, is a team that has 
under Coach Loth, uh, really worked hard to develop mm-hmm. players during their their time here. Yeah, it's you know let's move forward, let's improve, mm-hmm. let let's get kicking. For for you, what do you see as the aspects of of your game working on the D that that you want to kick up a notch? Me personally. Um Honestly, I had to from from last season. I had to lose weight. I had to just drop some pounds. I was too heavy. I felt like I was running too slow. So, really getting in the gym, staying dedicated this summer was my biggest goal. And um, I think I did a pretty good job at that. And so this season, I hope it's going to be really good. What do you say to people who may scoff at the various divisions of football, not take them that seriously? You've seen the size. Yeah. You've seen the speed. No, um, you know what these guys could do. Yep. Um, I had this talk with a lot of people. Honestly, I would say D1, D2, D3, Juco, it doesn't matter. Like, yo, they're going to find you if you know how to play ball. If you if you want to play ball, if you love playing ball, they're going to come find you. doesn't matter if you're a D3 player, a Juco product, they're going to come find you. What do you like most about this Wolves team? For the family here, my teammates. Uh, I feel like the first week of camp last year, I, I told Coach Law that this is the one of one of if not my favorite team that I've ever played on ever in my life because I felt the most connected to everybody here is is I feel like a true family with everybody here and academically it fits your needs yeah absolutely um I'm a business major this is a great business school I live down the street um so in all aspects this is a this is a great turnout for me um I'm really happy I came to the school <laughs> what are the hopes for for this campaign last year I know injuries mm-hmm. struck and for a lot of people, they started, you know, the naysayers start sensing doom. But you guys picked it up yeah. down the stretch, gave everybody a run for their money, mm-hmm. finished with a, a, a winning record. So what are the, the goals, the aspirations for this campaign? Um, so for this campaign, it's, it's, it's always going to be the same goal. We're trying to, we're trying to win. We're trying to win, um, trying to keep it realistic, but we're trying to, Trying to win a championship. All the guys here, all the seniors, they all deserve it. Everybody on this team deserves it, and we all work hard. Coach Law is not a losing coach. I don't think he's had a losing season since he's been here, and it's about time that he deserves his ring. I, we deserve our ring. We work really hard. Well, I hope you get it. Yes, sir. It's going to be great getting to see you out there again yes, sir. for this upcoming season. want to wish you all the best. Thank you. I appreciate it. DJ Barry joins us. I'm sorry. Iron Man. DJ Barry, right? Yes, yes. Tell us a little bit of it. Tell us what the what the Iron Man entails. Uh, it's pretty much a commitment award for on and off the fi- uh, field, showing up every single day. You know, not missing stuff, being really a consistent player. You know, not getting the breaks, not getting you know all the practices. You know, you're in there most reps, games most reps. Pretty much just kind of being a rock that everyone could depend on. That's what I like to be for the team. Well, I wouldn't call you a rock. I'd call you a mountain. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you know, DJ, this is this is not disparaging. You're one of the most physically imposing wolves on that field. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you know, and and you were originally a woolcut guy, but your family has become uh, part of the Danbury fabric, right? Yeah. So I moved. To Danbury, actually, my dad is originally from Danbury, and my mom is from Newtown. But when you know they had kids, they built a house in Wolcott. But all of uh, all of the kids naturally took their paths, and we kind of ended up 
you know, his sister went to WestCon. My, I chose WestCon. So we kind of all ended up going back to WestCon. So we moved back here about two years ago now. And now, yeah, I guess I'm full-fledged Danbury year-round. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. We, it, it, it's, it's great to see how players, even if they live somewhere else in the offseason, how they embrace this area. Now your family's going full throttle yeah. back into the <laughs> Definitely hat city. Than most. So that's that's a good thing. Now we get to the, the stuff at hand, the business at hand. Besides school, I know you're a good student. There's the football aspect, and we all want to protect the quarterback, don't we, DJ? 100%. That's <laughs> our job. <laughs> oh, man, and it was a rough time last year where some unfortunate injuries happened. But, boy, did guys pick it up, DJ. It was, it was really impressive. Well, that's our mentality. Next man up, who wants to just next man up, you know, grab a shovel. There's That's our mentality here on the O-line. You know, in throughout the whole team, you know, we're always – everyone puts in the work. Everyone puts in the work no matter where you are on the depth chart. So when your shot comes, you're ready. And it's not, you know – you're not really rooting for the guy in front of you to start messing up or something. You just want to be ready for when that when that coach calls your name. You want to be out there and put the best effort on that field for your team. We're we're a really close team. We our goal is to just be the best closest team. So everyone putting equal work in, no matter where you are in the depth chart, no matter what position, really makes us strong because we were able to put a third string quarterback in. We had some old linemen injuries. We we were running with you know not, we were running with guys who had first starts that game, never played in the game before, and they started that game, played the whole game, and did very well. That's really what we try to strive for. You know, next man up. Before we run away, that's uh, to what you're saying. I think is a testament to the coaching staff. Yes. Here, because as much as we can laud a guy coming in for his first time or the veterans taking somebody under their wing. The coaches have to put you guys in the right position to be successful, to be able to do that with some guys banged up, with key people missing. That, that really is a testament to the whole program. Oh, it is. I, the coaches, it, it's, it's like you said, you know, it is the younger, it's the veterans taking some guys under their wings and the, but it's the coaches preparing every single player that walks through these doors, and it's just the program in general. The program builds players, builds good knowledge of football, and it's really a testament of what we did last season, especially the second half of the season, to this program. What's the thing you're looking most forward to, DJ? I'm looking to, you know, definitely score, definitely win. I, I really want um. It feels really good when the running back is is breaking school records as an O-lineman. Your, that your name's not going on that podium as a record breaker and stuff like that, but you're a very, very, very important part of that train that he's driving. So that felt great last year. You know, our running back, Chad, getting all, getting all those records and being top, uh, being like one of the top guys in the region. You know, that felt good. That felt good to be able to pound the rock every game, get him hundreds of yards, have him be up there because, you know, we're, we're clearing the path for him. He's a great dog, and he does a lot of it by himself, but we're also on that train. So I, I love I love when we have, you know, a running back who's getting huge recommendations or huge uh, 
spotlight because we're kind of like the hidden workers behind that. And I, I'm really excited for this year, you know, Henny, Coach Hennessy, you know, just to see start up, start hitting. Oh, it's going to be a dream. I, mean, I wait year-round for this. <laughs> I really do. As soon as, it sto- as soon as it stops, I'm waiting for the next camp. <laughs> well, you may not get your name on the plaque in the record book, but maybe you get a little extra protein in the salad. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, you know, when, definitely. When, when push comes to shove. I want to wish you the absolute best, DJ. We're looking forward to seeing you guys play, and thanks for checking in with us. Thank you, guys. The Record Center joins us. Chad Blasky, so good to see you back. I, I know COVID messed things up for a lot of guys. People didn't have to come back for a fifth year, but you chose to do so, Chad. Yes, sir. Um, I felt like it was just like the right decision because I've been playing football forever. And, you know, I love the guys. I think this is our year to get the ring. And, uh, you know, I put a lot of work and time into this. So I think it's my time, you know. Go get that ring this year. That's all I'm really worried about. You know, <laughs> records are cool and everything, but you know, you gotta like push it to the side a little bit. Championship would trump a ring. Exactly. Uh, a record, I'm sorry. Exactly, yeah. for sure. Now, I'm gonna tell you something. A, a gentleman in the in the booth, the broadcast booth, yes, the uh, the press box said last season during one of the home games, and, and he was talking about you and said that guy plays bigger than he is. Do you, <laughs> do you feel that way? Yeah, I guess. I feel like I look a little shorter on the field, too, because I'm like behind all the big linemen, and they're all like 6'4", 6'3", and I'm 5'11", so I feel like I look a little short. But, I mean, yeah, I guess I could say I play a little bigger than I am. Well, it, it, to me, you come up big, and that's all that matters. And you have time and time again, a lot of that is obviously – your teammates, and you've been around this program long enough. You yeah. can speak to it probably better than anybody else, yeah. the kind of uh, atmosphere and culture that Coach Loth and the crew have created. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, It's been a good, you know, four years. It's crazy. I feel like I was a uh, freshman literally yesterday. You know, that's just time flies. <laughs> it's wild. But, you know, one last shot, so. Well, it's – I know you guys are going to give it your, your absolute best, but – Talk about that that O line because we were speaking with uh, with DJ yeah. DJ Barry and uh, you know how important everybody is to everybody. We can always point to the guys who who get numbers, and yeah. you're one of them. But you're one of those number guys who appreciates everything. Oh yeah, for sure. Around him at at all times. You can you can sense that yeah. you, you've never had that kind of attitude that it's the Chad Blasky show yeah, out no. there. You and your teammates really work like a well-oiled machine. For sure. I mean, if we don't have our own line, I'm not doing nothing because it all starts on the line. So I definitely, you know, I respect those guys for sure. And uh, they're all older, you know what I'm saying? So they, they've been through the program now. Um, most of them are junior, seniors. So... You know, it's only up from here. You know, I feel like this is our year to really do what we got to do, you know, finish business. Before we run away, there's there's a story that continues to circulate about how you have spent probably more time with Pat Adams than anybody else on the planet <laughs> yeah, no, uh, because of, of playing time from 
back in the day, oh, youth yeah. leagues to uh, to now. Is it is it kind of neat having that that long term connection? Yeah, it definitely is. It's really cool because both of our uh, both of our dads actually coached us from when we were six to like 12, 13. And uh, we actually had two other kids, Devin, Demetrius, and Andrew Coletti. They were here last year. We all played growing up together for like those six, seven years. So now it's just me and Pat. But no, it's, it's just cool, you know? Like I know a lot of these guys now, obviously. So like I'm friends with them. But, you know, having that type of guy here that you know him forever, you know, we've been through things together. It's just, it's good, you know, it's really cool. Championship or bust? Exactly, that's how it is. Need a championship. Well, I need that wish, ring. I want to wish you the best I towards that Bart. goal because you guys, yeah, no crew works harder. Nobody yeah. gives more uh, than you guys do to this program and the coaching staff. It's a, it's such a yin and yang yeah. uh, with the organization here. So we look forward to seeing you on the field. You take sure. care. You too, Bart. Take care. Good seeing you. John Giller with us now and back, feeling great. Hey, is it the Bionic Giller? After after so. last season, yeah, I got that medal in my arm now, so <laughs> <laughs> should be ready to go. Well, I know it was it was tough, but after suffering the injury, to be able to see the team step up in your absence, that had to be rewarding as well. Because I, I know there's nothing worse for a guy that everybody's counting on to go down and then uh, heap a lot of anguish upon himself, but to see the team step up had to be rewarding for you, John. Yeah, of course. I mean, everyone says, you know, like you don't miss the game until you're actually not playing the game. So once I went down, it was kind of like, you know, what's going to happen with the team now? But like everyone stepped up in a big way, especially on the offensive side of the ball. We had guys knowing what they were doing, stepping into the role. Um, you know, it's it's good to know that everyone pays attention during practice because it's not like, you know, people getting first reps or that, you know, they're not paying attention, talking to other people. But we really stepped up and we won those, you know, next three games after I went down. And you really don't miss it until you're not playing. And it really, like, I mean, that's why I worked so hard in the offseason now because it's like, you don't want that to happen again. You know, injury after injury, it's just like, it adds up a little bit. It takes time away from you. And you know, I never want that to happen again. For some out there, film is a big part of this game. Studying film, watching film, watching historical films even if you will on how other individuals handled situations here with the uh, with the wolves under under coach love you consider yourself a film geek in a way i'm a film rat <laughs> love it really do and all of our coaches you know i mean i i don't think i've spent more hours with two people than coach love and coach griff i mean we are we're in it, you know, and uh, even when we're off the field, even when we have no game, you know, even when there's nothing going on, we'll go back and we'll watch 2010 film, 2011 film, guys like Will Arn, all those guys, you know, you, you try and learn the system from them because they succeeded so much. So, you know, you try and follow in their footsteps a little bit. I hate to use the word steal, so I'll say borrow. Do you borrow stuff from from those guys? I mean, you borrow, you know, their eyes almost. Can you, you're trying to you're trying to know what they know. Like at that time, you know, what was going through their head, what they see, what was, you know, you you learn from that's why, you know, watching every quarterback, you got to be you got to be a student of the game every time you're watching film and just take in as much as you can. And I would, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even call it borrow. I would steal some of the stuff, you know, <laughs> steal, you know? You, we're running, we're running very similar stuff every single year. So you you watch those guys back in 2011, you know, we have, we have a playbook where 
we know it works. And if they're running that same stuff and they saw something that we like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep going to it. So I'm gonna take advantage of it. Well, you've done so well on the field for the uh, for the Wolves. I know there are gonna be some new people involved on the on the offensive side. There always has to be depth. You know, proof positive. You you went through an injury last year. If there wasn't depth, where would the uh, the team have been? So there always has to be depth. Uh, these weeks before the season actually begins, do you as the as the QB try to take a look and see how you can help some of those younger players? Of course, and you know that's just part of being a leader, part of being like a, a good teammate. Um, you know, you see these younger guys. Not you couldn't say struggling, but you know, it's it's like. We're trying to learn a new language every time you know you have a new coach you have a new playbook so when we're on the field i'm i'm more of you know i try and be a vocal leader as much as i can but i try and help guys on the sideline you know new quarterbacks new receivers new and it's not yelling at them but it's teaching sometimes you get a little frustrated when mistake after mistake <laughs> it's like you know it, it adds up and you're just like all right you got to do this you got to do this but we got a lot of you know intelligent guys and all of our guys come back in the offense right now electrifying guys, like guys that know the offense inside and out, and we want to hit the ground running a little bit. Well, we want to wish you the absolute best, and can't wait to see you back on the field, running the show again for the Wolves. And look, the bottom line is, uh, and I've been saying this to everybody who's come in here, I know championship or bust, but I, I like the ring is the thing. How's that? Ring is the thing. All right? Yeah. All Thank right. you, Bart. All right, Thank go you. Wolves. <laughs> Outstanding wide receiver for the Wolves, Shakespeare Rodriguez, joining us now. The man from Wallingford has uh, has certainly made Danbury his uh, his second beloved home. Because man, you have been one exciting player to watch these few years. Thank you, thank you. Now you gotta be happy. You're getting a, the numero uno QB back. Blasky's back. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, round up the usual suspects, but very good. Suspects, this offense is looking awesome. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now, for you, this uh, the receiving core, being a yeah, despite being a junior, you're a senior member mm-hmm. of the receiving core. Given all your time that you've you've spent, do you do you feel a little more responsibility as each year goes on? Uh, yeah, for sure. I feel like I definitely have to take the leadership role, especially because like I'm technically a young guy, but I'm an older head to these younger receivers. Like we have a lot of freshmen coming in. We have sophomores from last year, so I definitely feel like I have to like take up that leadership role. But I feel like it only makes me better on the field. Conference knows your name now. Okay, there's, there's no there's no way around it that <laughs> you know. So you're you're almost a guy playing with a target on your back going into every game. Any coach is going to say, here are the people we have to watch for. Um, so how do you combat something like that when you know there may be a little extra coverage on you? They're always going to throw their best guy on you in terms of a secondary player. Um, does it make you have to step it up even more in practice, watch a little more film, do a little bit more because you're you're almost like a, a hunted yeah. wide receiver. Yeah, I feel like it definitely needs more time after practice. Definitely needs more time in film, especially when you know, like when we have certain teams in conference, they're definitely going to be watching your back. But I feel like our offense is so powerful with the guys that you mentioned before, Chad, Giller, Julian, all of them. And I feel like you can't really just like 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like pressure one guy, basically. Like we have so many options. So it's just like, I feel like I trust our offense, but we also trust the work that we do. And I think that do the offense is going to be powerful this year. Yeah, the more the more weapons you have, they what can what can they do? Mm-hmm. Shake. So for you, uh, since everybody has pretty much answered the question the same way, uh, the ultimate goal is to take that conference. Hundred percent. Is there anything you're looking forward to besides that, or just take that conference? Shakespeare will be a happy guy. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. <laughs> That's all, we're, that's all we're trying to talk about this season. Well, I want to wish you and the crew the absolute best. Looking forward to seeing the Bulls out there on the field. Thank you, Shane. Thank you. A gentleman who is asked to switch off in terms of uh, defensive positions and succeeded tremendously. Malik Green is with us, uh, the, the Trumbull grad, Bridgeport native. Good to see you, Malik. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Sounds good. It feels good here. You, now, if somebody's comfortable in a position and it goes through any walk of life, not just playing a game, it, there can always be that uncomfortable aspect to it about changing a position. Yet you adapted so well. Um, I, I, I think it's just amazing. Usually, you know, maybe you expect it uh, of someone who is a little bit older than you in the in the playing game, but man, you made that transition so smoothly, Malik. I appreciate it. I mean, I feel like it's just in terms of I just really want to play, so you know, I just had to do what's best for me and the team at the same time. So, just had to keep working at it, and as games went by and practices went by, I just had to perfect my craft. You're fast, man. Do you find it difficult at times to, you know, put the brakes on, control that speed? Because you have to learn if it's if it's a part of your makeup and it's a weapon in a way for you to be able to use to be a great defender. Uh, do you do you find it almost a mental game? You got to control that speed so you're not overshooting, you're not undershooting. You're, you know, it's almost like. Like driving a car, you gotta you gotta check those speed limits. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's definitely a fact. I mean, like definitely in practice, like, we have some fast guys, and in games you have some fast guys. But it's all about my steps too. I have pretty long legs, so sometimes I overstep and I'm just like striding out, I'm just striding out. So sometimes I gotta slow down because when I put the brakes on, I might lose my feet and stuff like that. So I'm just trying to work on being more patient. Coaching staff, I know. Loves you. They love working with you. They've all, to a person, said how uh, coachable a player you are, and that's that's important as well. How do you feel about this defense? Because to to me, they they all look like folks who are willing to to step up and do anything you can to get the job done. That's exactly what I think. I'm I'm excited. Like this is a big year, and I'm not just talking about myself. Like the defense, like we're all on the same page this year. We're trying to go for something way bigger than just winning games. We're trying to get that ring, and I just feel like we're on the same page right now. Well, for you right now, what do you? I, I don't want to say it's a it's a personal goal, but how do you want to see yourself? mature a little bit more 
as a player? What do you, what's the aspect that you want to see most improve in your game? I can say more my technique because, like you guys said it, like the speed, you can't really train speed. So technique and just coming down more, shedding blocks, playing the ball, all those things I feel like I can just improve at. It's never, I'm never too comfortable with stuff like that. Either, whether the coaches think I'm doing good, whether the players think I'm doing good, I'm pretty hard on myself and I always think I can improve. Yeah, sometimes we're our own worst critics, but uh, you certainly have worked on yourself. The coaching staff I know has worked with you, so I, I want to wish you and the D the absolute best. This is one of the finest offensive units, defensive units, I, I think that Coach Loth has been able to put together uh, during his time. So big thumbs up. You stay healthy. Appreciate it. You too, man. <laughs> Rocky Davis is back in it's it's senior time, Rocky. Definitely is. You want to get down to business and get some things done, don't you? I want to get it straight going. <laughs> Start off where I left last year, do even better. That's oh, the plan. man, oh, man, oh, man. You're uh, a physically imposing guy, but nothing really psychs another team out than if you play exceptionally well. Yeah. And you have been, you know, like like the name Rocky, you have been like a rock of Gibraltar for <laughs> this program. You're a guy who I like to say, mm -hmm. you may disagree, but I like to say helps set the tone. I, I could agree with you on that. 100% I could. Now, the other guys are taking their lead from you. A little bit of responsibility. That doesn't bother you. No, nah, not at all. Not at all. That's what I want. I want them to see me doing good and... They just follow the way. So we all work as a team. What do you like about this year's unit? Just like we're, we're the same exact group for the last two years. So I just feel like the the more time that goes by, the better we get. And this year, I feel like it's our year. Taking somebody under your wing, because as you know from last year, you always got to be have somebody ready. Next man up. Next man up. Definitely. Um, is it? Does it get easier as the years go on to take somebody under your wing and show them the ropes and, you know, not squish their head, you know, you, you <laughs> pat it a little bit yeah. and more gently? Does it get easier? You know, it does. I just I just try to just talk to them in the aspect of, like, I've been around football for so long, so just listen to me, and it's the correct thing. I won't be lying to you. Now, I know there are academic interests Definitely. that you have, but... And I say this because so many people have commented on it. Rocky would also be a natural if he decided to, yeah, maybe as even if it's just a little bit of a sideline, pursue the coaching aspect I of mean, the game. That could all be part of the plan. So it could all be part of the plan. That's all we got to wait for the future to see. <laughs> now the the conference you've been in the you've known this conference long enough, yeah, and you've known the trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm that can go on. Uh, what are you looking forward to achieving in conference? Because outside of winning a championship, everybody wants to win the championship. Yeah. Every person who has sat where you're sitting, Rocky, has said, we want the conference championship. But there are, are there some things, because I, occasionally I feel the conference doesn't show the Wolves enough love. At all. I could agree with you on that. I, I could agree 100% with you on that right there. I don't think we're getting a lot of love at all. But this year coming, 
We're going to get our love. I'm going to make sure of that. <laughs> For one last quick thing here, since you're a senior member, what's it been like to be in this in this program and part of this university for... It's actually what I was looking for ever since I graduated high school. Like, other schools I've been to, just I was given the opportunity here that you have to take advantage of. And I took advantage of it, and it's gone as I wanted to go. So you you would recommend? 100% I would. Well, we recommend folks keep an eye out for Rocky this season. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. He's back, he's back, he's back. Pat Adams, good to see you, guy. Good to see you guys, too. Oh, man. I know you've been chomping at the bit, just like Giller was and a few others who got dinged up last year. You got a little more dinged up. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was, I got to tell you, haven't known you for this period of time. It was tough watching that, Pat. I thought I was good going into that fourth quarter. I mean... Going through nine games at that point, year before I only made five, I go, it's a coast, and then one play. But you, you've worked hard to come on back, be a part of this team this season. You could correct me if I'm wrong. You look to be in the best shape I've ever seen you, Pat. Yeah, I'm coming into camp this year down 20, 30 pounds from what I came in at last year. Wow. Yeah. And... It takes a lot of discipline, but you've always had the discipline to get the job done yeah. on the field. And this is such a good group of guys you're working with. And and I know uh, <clears throat> you've known some for even beyond yeah. the college years, have you not? Yep. <laughs> Chad and Nick Troy. Oh, gosh. And, and there were others that you guys have played with and against. And what... Initially, since you're one of the, the veteran members, what attracted you to come here, be a part of this program? I th truthfully, once I met the coaches, felt like home. And listen, hour and a half from Long Island, so easy to go back and forth. And then it's a winning program. Con in and good in and out, and that's really it. Yeah, and you haven't done too badly on the academic side, have you? Pick that up, definitely. Yes. Pick yes. that up after a fall year. Uh, well, I'm telling you, it's it's been great to see uh, a lot of the maturity in the guys, great development by these folks. I, I know you, like others, can attest, since you said once you met the coaching staff, boom, you know, done deal. Uh, none of that was for show. You've been here long enough to know they're the real deal, and they deliver on what they've talked to you about exactly. all this time. Exactly. What do you What do you say to kids who may consider Westcott and playing football here in the future? If you want a winning program and you want to feel like no matter what you're at home, no matter we from Jersey, Long Island, upstate Massachusetts, no matter what, first day camp, they invite you in, and you're like family right away. Sometimes. Other schools, it may take a little while to integrate. Here, it's just off the jump. Got any words for the conference? Watch out. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> Pat, I can't thank you enough for stopping in. Great to see you and look forward to seeing you back on the field. Good to see you, too. Anthony Weedman is with us. The man from... Uh, Long Island guy in a way, right? Yeah, Long oh. Island. 
kicker supreme. I know you've had other talents. <laughs> Coaches have told us, oh, you know, there's some other thing. I know that. But kicking is the thing. And, it's the main focus. And, and special teams is beyond important. Yeah, we've. I don't care what level of football you play. Special teams is is important. It's it it might be lonely in a way because you know when it comes to those moments, all eyes are on yeah. you. It's not like a regular offensive play. Everybody's looking at the kicker. That's just me and the ball. That's it. <laughs> when I, I'm always fascinated. When did you first get interested at all in in being a kicker, or was it? Was it like, here's what you're gonna do, Anthony? Or one of those things? No, it was um in high school, I was in tenth grade, and our kicker just had to gotten moved up to varsity, so we didn't have a kicker to kick. So <laughs> we were having tryouts and I was like, I played soccer, I mean I guess I'll try it. Did it, and then I started the rest of my life with it. Boom. Yeah. I didn't do it my junior year though, so Really? Yeah, I stopped. I did 10th grade, stopped it my junior year, and then senior year I picked it back up. Just like, you know, falling off a bicycle, you get right back on. You always just have it. And, 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 and get it done. Well, look, careers have been born in different ways. Wisconsin's had a great tradition in kickers. There have been so many good guys to come through here. And, you know, you're another guy that... We've mentioned this before. The conference doesn't always show yeah. love to the Wolves. But you have occasionally gotten a peck on the cheek yeah. or, a, or a certificate, <laughs> at, at least from the from the conference, recognizing your ability. Yes. But more important than that, I know you want to be the guy kicking that extra point or that field goal that's going to decide – a conference title, right? Yeah. That's the fun part of kicking. Again, <laughs> yeah. the the big game kicking. And I know people focus on you, but I know you appreciate the line and that long snapper and the guy who's holding the whole bit. Uh you guys have to put in a time too. It's not just it's not just the guys who get the yardage or throw the ball or do all the hitting. You guys have to put in your time as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a game of inches, so it's like everything matters. I have a new holder this year, too, so we'll see how that works out. Last year I had Nick Gambino, and he was the best holder I've ever had in my life. So, so Nick, of- Nick, are you there? <laughs> are you out there, Nick? No, no it's it, – and look, it's, it's interesting when you get to break somebody in because – you have to go through the specifics with them. And I have, to, I have to teach him everything, how to do it, how I want it. <laughs> and it's going to be annoying for him, but it's like, this is how I need it to be in order to do my job. Now, were there auditions for the role? Yeah, there was. Okay. Was. But you're all settled down. Yeah. I held, uh, me and him, we went through the spring together. So he's also my friend, Alex Gonzalez. So, yeah, we're good. We're we're putting it together. Double check. Always want to keep the kicker happy. Yeah. Now, we want to wish you the best for this upcoming season. Thank you. Kick them long, kick them far. Kick them so they show up on a scoreboard, baby. Thank kick you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Zach Soriano, big part of the offense, is with us right here and right now. Got to be good to have the gang back together, Zach. 
Yes, sir. Man, you got you got yourself a running back, a solid receiving core, got some beef on that offensive line. Yes, sir. You know, QBs are healthy. This is signs of point upwards, Zach. Now, were you always a receiver, though? Well, I grew up when I was younger, I was a running back. And then when I first got into high school, I got moved to receiver. And I've played receiver ever since. Would you ever go back, Zach? I would. I would 100%. I 100%. I love that position. I think that's the funnest position in football, honestly. But you've excelled as as a receiver. Yes. So it's good to have multiple talents. Correct, correct. Now, what do you think about this core, this group that you have? This year we were talking with uh, Shake about how it's going to be tough to really sing for another defense to really single out one guy because you have got that depth at that position. Hmm. Yeah, I think we have a, a really good receiving core this year. Uh, you know, we're all, for the most part, coming back for either our second year or third year, and we've all we've all been in the game. No one's you know new. No one's new to college football anymore. So I think we'll be good and prepared for this year. Yeah, you had to make that that transition, and you've done it yeah, exceptionally yeah. well. But explain, explain to the kids at home, it's a different game. College game is a different game. It is, it is a different game. Last year was my first year actually playing a college football game, and it's definitely, it's definitely different, but it's fun. And it's, uh, it's more fast-paced than high school, for sure. A lot, a lot more to learn? A lot more fast-paced, a lot more to learn still. Still learning. <laughs> still learning, still growing. Coaching staff has uh, has lauded you and your work ethic. Has that always been a part of your makeup academically, athletically? Yeah. Got to work, got to get better. For me, yeah, I think work ethic is probably the biggest thing about football. It's it's not what you're doing at practice. It's what you're doing uh, off the field. You know, when when no one's looking and you're not you're not at practice. And ever since, I wouldn't say always, but I would say since my junior year of high school, I've really been kind of big on my work ethic and what I'm doing off the field to get better. And I know you've got the, the goal like everybody, want to win that conference, want to, yes, sir. Want to get yes, to sir. a D3 playoff game. Of course. So I ask you this, when you look at these guys outside and, and size them up, has everybody got what it takes? 100%. Our team you're talking about? Yeah. 100%. 100%. I believe in this team, honestly. And, I think and Coach Loth wasn't peering in looking for that answer, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. We just No, no, no. I, I think that we have a lot. I would say over 75% of our team starters are coming back for another year. And, you know, we've all played together and we're, we've, we've really gelled as a team. So I, I uh, expect big things for this team. Well, we for look sure. forward to seeing you and the crew on the field. Glad you're back. Yes, and let's get it done, Wolves. Yes, sir. Go Wolves. Miles Wilson is with us. You're oh. number two at the program, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the little, little difference. Mm -hmm. You know, you came in. You were a transfer kid coming in. Yes, sir. But, man, have you... 
made a transformation. Miles. Yeah, indeed, indeed, definitely. Uh, yeah, I started at receiver coming in uh, this time last year. And then uh, about like a week or two into camp, I decided to move over to defense. Uh, and then once I got to defense, kind of just all started falling into place for me. Uh, I moved to linebacker. And then a couple games in, you know, I get to make some plays and help the team out and win some games. So it's been a tremendous, amazing process for me. Do you like the term rover? Yeah, yeah, I like it. You know, it, it, it feel like it fits. You know, it suits. You know, I, I didn't come to college thinking I would play like rover or linebacker and whatnot. I thought I'd be receiver. So uh, now that I, you know, I got that title, I kind of like I get to like feel like I get to hold it and like it's my title and whatnot. So yeah, I, I like it. It's nice. What do you think about the group of linebackers that you got? Mm, I think, honestly, some really solid dudes. You know, we had a solid dude, uh, 40, our old captain. He left and whatnot. But, you know, like learning from him and other, on the other, other guys, like Ambrose and Nosa and the other older guys, like I think we have a really solid group that, you know, all comes together. Like our chemistry on and off the field, I feel like it's really strong and uh, tight-knit. So I, I think it's a great, great bunch of dudes. Well, the, the coaching staff here, I know, uh, you know, they pride themselves on getting the guys – prepared. So mm -hmm. you make the transition offense to defense. Mm -hmm. This coaching, this part of the coaching staff to that part of the coaching staff. Yeah. Was it was it that big a difference? Honestly, I want to say uh it really like it, it, it honestly wasn't. Uh I want to say like the offensive coaching staff was great and I got along with them pretty well like when I first met them and everything I got along with them all pretty well and then switching switching over to the defensive side I was very nervous at first just because like I didn't really know the defense at that point so uh, I thought like, the defensive guys, like especially Coach Jones, a defensive coordinator, I thought he was like really scary at first and whatnot. I thought they were all pretty scary. But once I actually got like more acquainted with them, it, they actually turned out to be some really cool dudes. So I want to say the transition process wasn't too too hard coaching wise. No. Well, I know you're looking forward to conference play, but you know it's first things first. There'll be a non-conference affair before mm -hmm. the conference gets to kick in. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. I'll ask you, like I've asked a few others. What's your message for the conference? What's my message for the conference? Um, I think, my, honestly, my message would have to be to the conference that something, something, something's cooking, something's cooking different in the den this year. I, we got a different feeling. I, I think when I when I talk to the coaches and the other leadership guys and the other captains and whatnot, I think that we all understand that there's just something in the air different this year. So I want I want the conference to be to be aware of that and to know that. The same wolves that you played last season is not going to be the same wolves that you're going to play this season and whatnot. So that's my that's my message to the conference. Straight from the rover himself. Straight from the rover himself. Um, Miles Wilson, thanks so much for being with yeah, us. Yeah, of course, guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Coach Hennessy is back and better than ever and busier than ever. Coach, good to see you. Good to see you as well. Now Absolutely. Let's, let's talk Wolves and the the, the O-line. Don't often get enough credit, I think, uh, considering, and this, not just this unit, over the years, Wolves have had some great runners over the years, but, you know, the guys who, who get them there, well, they deserve a lot of credit, too. Absolutely. Because... Uh, they cre help create the opportunities. The running backs have been marvelous, but somebody has to be there to create the opportunities, and you've helped build a pretty exciting crew. Absolutely, yeah. Very excited about this year. Uh, you know, again, you know, 
starters have been playing together for three years. Uh, a couple changes with guys. We have Juan uh, Burnett Merlin moving to the center, actually, which is very exciting. Play guard and first year as a center, and he's you know had a great spring at that, and I'm excited to get him on the field more often. Uh, we have DJ and Pat both at tackles again this year, returning, and then two new guards that we're kind of you know trying to figure out. You got Des there as well, uh, Mason Fung, and then uh, Jordan Augusto, two Danbury guys as well, trying to fight for those spots. And then you know recruiting class that I'm extremely excited about. I know of- you guys were on the road. Absolutely. A lot. It's, you know, a, a lot of places just resort to the, the zoomy world. That's right. If you will. Not so. The, the Wolves, you, you don't leave a stone unturned when you are recruiting student athletes. That's absolutely true. So, you know, we, we definitely crushed it as a, as a whole staff running a lot of guys. And, you know, I think my first year as offensive line coach here, I had uh, nine kids for spring ball. You know, offensive line. Now we have 23 coming into camp, so very excited about our future, and we're excited to see what these kids are going to do, especially on the all line. What's what's the toughest thing with uh, with helping to build an offensive <clears throat> line? Because there's yeah, there's so many things people they just assume it. You know, it's a bunch of big, heavy set guys pushing their pushing their way. These guys are are. Our athletes, they've got to be in, in tune in the flow. You, there's so many different aspects, really, to being an offensive lineman than just size. Absolutely, yeah. You know, um, I'm a big technician. I, you know, definitely the side of, you know, how I coach. Um, and we got to do it from the ground up. You know, footwork's everything. We call it, you know, our power angles. Kind of how these kids have to learn their body, especially when they get to college and you're gaining all that weight, too. We don't want, you know, baby giraffes on ice running around the offensive line. So <laughs> we definitely develop them early. And, you know, we have kind of a, you know, a great way with doing it. And the older guys are definitely used to it now going into my second year and kind of how I coach. And, you know, we build them from the ground up. And you know, absolutely are we the greatest athletes on the field, right? You know, everybody knows that. It's been a group. And, and you know, hopefully, I think the public's starting to learn that a little bit right out there. you got those podcasts like the Kelsey Brothers and whatnot. So I think, you know, it's going to be a really good year for offensive linemen across the world right now. So, you know, we could start here at West Con, too. Well, yes, you, you have done a great job uh, here. You've been an impact coach for this uh, for this program. It's a great staff overall. It's got it's got to be good to be part of a staff that is so simpatico that really works together Absolutely. so well. Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, probably you know, my third year, definitely the closest staff we've had. First time I think Coach lost, like, you know, since he's been here, that everybody's returned in one summer. You always have coaches that move on to other schools. You know, that's just part of the job, and it's the first time everybody returns. So nothing is new this year. So mm-hmm. that's why we're all so excited because now we have a lot of returners, right? Our quarterback, our offense line, our defense, and the coaching staff as well. So we've kind of meshed together pretty well. Um, I moved out of Chestnut, so now we're even closer. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh-uh. So definitely, you know, excited about that. And, you know, we're going to get after it. Definitely going to get after it this year. Yeah. Well, it's seasonal starts soon enough. I know there's a, still a lot to be done because uh, there's, you know, if people knew exactly what goes in to making a football team, professional, college, high school, whatever, it, it takes a lot of different things before it's ready for showtime. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I wish you guys the absolute best and really looking forward to these Wolves offensively, defensively, really looking forward That's to it. Absolutely. We're going to get after it. Can't wait for us. A gentleman who I've enjoyed calling ball games that he's participated in. Do I have to call you coach now? Nah, don't call me coach. I'm still a player. <laughs> I'm still a player. Don't call me coach yet. Well, but you are like having 
another coach out there yeah. on the field. You've been such a mentor to so many players during your your time here, and they've all benefited from it. So you got that touch, no sir. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the crew this year. Everybody seems, um, you know, and, and we've done enough of these over the years, yeah, but these guys are, are jack, can't wait to play football. You almost expect that coming out of COVID, but we're a couple of years yeah. removed from COVID, and these guys are jacked to play. Yeah. Honestly, a big part of it is you don't usually get a chance to have return like 80%, 70% of your starters. On top of that, the way we ended the season like five in a row, like we've been waiting for this moment since the last game of last year. Like we've been, that's all we've been talking about like every single day, like all of us as a team. So honestly, I think that's really a big part of it. Like we're just super excited. Like I think this is the most excited I've been to play football in my entire life. And I had a lot of great teams, but you know, I think this is the most excited I've ever been. Like a lot of great dudes on this team. There's no slipping under the radar. No, so everybody knows you. You've had league honors, yeah. the whole bit. So everybody kind of knows yeah. you. Yeah, I went from underrated to, you know, <laughs> getting the, the all-conference. So it's like I can't really slip under the radar as much. So, you know, I'm getting game planned against now. But, hey, man, that's why you got my teammates. So if teams focus, you know, want to put a game plan on me, I have other 10 guys around, you know, make plays. So. Well, when the guys around you keep getting better. Exactly. And some new players come in who get involved in the mix as well. Makes that defense dangerous. Exactly. Um, I was talking to Coach about it this entire summer. Like He thinks this is like probably the best defense he can have at Westcon, like since he's been here. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm impressed more and more about I get to see you guys come back year after year. I'm more just... I don't know if I've ever seen a team come back that is so in shape. The the off-season regimen, you guys are pretty much on your own for an extended period yeah. of time. That's the rules in Division Three. But everybody seems to have taken it to heart. and they, Everybody looks right. If we had to play a game tomorrow, they all look ready. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, you know, kind of make group chats over the summer uh, pretty large amount of group chats uh, and try and hold uh, each and every one of uh, the guys accountable to like work out, uh, you know, just post pictures like of yourself working out or videos. So just so everybody, you know, has that responsibility or in the back of their head, they know that, all right, I should be working out. Like I see my teammates sending pictures, it's my turn. So we kind of did it like that just to make sure that, you know, they want to camp everybody's, like you said, coming in looking nice and in shape and stuff like that. So Oh, and I know there's still, Stuff to work on. People they need to learn this. There may be a new wrinkle in yeah, a scheme sure, or, sure. or or something like that. I get it. I get it. I get it. But they look ready. Yeah. And so I want to wish you the best. Conference play and all. Great to see you back, Nose. You too. Appreciate it. Thank you. Coach Serino, Andrew Serino is with us. you got to be happy at what you're seeing with uh, these players coming back, baby. Very, very happy. I, uh, we've been waiting for this day, you know, since the season ended last year. We've been itching to get back out there and, you know, try to compete for that championship. We, uh, you know, we felt like we were uh, cut out of the party a little bit last year. And, uh, you know, we want to be running the party this year. So it's a very exciting feeling being back. Talk a little bit about the crew that you're in charge of. So I run the DBs. Um, you know, last year was a, uh, a much different year for us. We were very senior-led. 
you know, we had six seniors across the board, all starters last year. Um, you know, this year, a little bit of a different uh, take on it. Now we have, you know, kind of that younger class uh, stepping up into those roles. So uh, less of the experience, but more of the youth, more of the energy. Um, and we got a lot of great athletes, a lot of great players out there. And, uh, you know, I'm very excited to see that secondary out there this year and see all that they can do. Well, they got to have the smarts as well, but nothing, nothing makes up for game experience to help bring that that intelligence, that sixth sense absolutely um, along. So I know you try and recreate some of those situations uh, in practice, but it, it's that's got to be one of the most difficult tasks is that uh, in the end, it's going to be what's inside that that person can translate to performance on the field. Oh, absolutely. You know, heart wins championships at times. And, uh, you know, at times there's nothing better than it. You've been with the program now for a long enough period of time where we talked with Coach Hennessy's stability in the coaching staff going from last campaign to this this campaign. What do you like most about working with this WestCon program? Um, well, I mean, for one, you know, it's special for me being back. You know, WestCon's my alma mater. Uh, graduated from here. I got to play here for, you know, four years. Uh, went to two bowl games while I was here, won one. So, being back at this school, it's always held a special place in my heart. Um, you know, and getting to work with uh, the guys we have on staff who, you know, great, very knowledgeable people, um, you know, and then getting to be back here with these guys, you know, kind of making an impact at the school that made a huge impact on me is uh, something, at least for me, that's very special. Yeah, you've got to see it from both sides. Absolutely. Coaching and being a, a student athlete. So I'm going to gather the student athlete part of your life was okay it was a uh, a very you know good very successful time for me um you know had a lot of ups and downs on the football field you know a lot more ups i'd say than downs in my four years here but uh you know something i want to trade for the world well i want to wish you guys the absolute best i know that your your task is going to be a little bit different than the others but who better to bring them experience and knowledge and Coach Serino, thank you for being with us. Juan Burnett is with us. Uh, Going to be in kind of a different slot this year. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about making the making the change. It's not a drastic change, but it's enough of a change. Yeah. I mean, I, I played center when I was like maybe eight, not ten years old. And I don't know. Like, I, I played the whole O-line. I played every single position. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a it's a – different because I haven't played it since I was 10 so yeah it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a change but not that much of a change so I'm pretty comfortable now I knew you originally come from a faraway land but you ended up in Valley Stream yeah which was the home at one time of the greatest Chinese restaurant on the planet <laughs> okay uh, I'm, I kid you not. And I had a lot of relatives there. So I know it it had to be a, a good enough place to grow up. Uh, Francis Prep guy? Yes. And, and so you've got all that experience, maybe a little more experience than the, the average bear in terms of traveling, being in this community, going to that particular school, and then coming here. Uh, 
What have you found the most rewarding going from place to place and then ending up here in the Hat City and playing some football? What have you enjoyed the most? I think I've mostly enjoyed the people, just like meeting new people. I love meeting new people and just like different experiences everywhere. I mean, I've been I've been in a lot of places and I've been coached by a lot of coaches and learned many different things from different coaches. And um, I feel like that's what like helped me the most with with everything. Just like getting, just learning from like different coaches, learning from different types of people. Well, and and to that end, I bring up a point that the coaching staff has made. They have found you to be one of the more adaptable individuals. Obviously, with a position change, that that's true. But also, uh, someone who is open to ideas, open to. To learning that helps on, on the football scale. The curiosity and the willingness to learn in life can translate well onto the football field. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, most definitely. Um, I've, I've again, I've I've played almost every single position. Also played a little bit of defense when I was in high school. So just just I don't I think for me like football sometimes just comes easy to me. Like I I learned and once I learned it, I got it down. So, nothing more satisfying than watching someone not get past you, <laughs> becoming that immovable object. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if like, I, like the like the favorite part, of, like being a lineman, is just like dominating someone. You know, just like, <laughs> and and creating those those avenues for for running backs or. Being able to keep people off a receiver who's changing around. You guys do such a, a tremendous job. It's a lot of work. I know that. I know that. But for you, I want to wish you the best with, with uh, the whole transition. But at the same time, I'm saying if anybody can pull it off, you can pull it off. Most definitely. And to the conference, what are you saying? To the conference? Yes. I'm going to be the best center in the conference. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> and watch out for the Wolves, baby. Thank you so much. Thank Mark. you. Thank you for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. Nick Crowley is here, another great assistant coach here at Westcott. Hey, as we were talking with some of the guys, great to have everybody coming back. Oh, absolutely. On the coaches' staff, yeah. hey, besides the veteran players, but on the staff itself. Absolutely. Yeah, we're really excited, truly focused on this year, and just having a lot of guys who've played um, you know, in game situations and have been in the program, and, and also to have coaches who have been here now going on their second, third, fourth years, um, just being together is, is a great thing because we already kind of know what's expected. Um, and everyone's really just on the same page. So, yeah, definitely excited. Yeah, you don't have to really create any new language or hand out that, that explanation. But here's what Coach Loth really means. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we already uh, – sometimes we can just look at each other and we already know what we're, we're thinking or what has to get done. So it's definitely been a, a nice transition from the summer, uh, you know, in this past two weeks and now, you know, in the camp. So, yeah. How do you settle? How do you uh, right now take a look at your your group? Mm -hmm. How do you look at them and say, uh, you know, here's something I want to take to the next level because they're a pretty good group. They're a oh, pretty absolutely. good group. Absolutely. Yeah. Was, uh, you know, we have a lot of guys returning. Uh, Kyle Jackson, Rocky Davis, obviously. 
Kevin Wood, Nick Simmons, uh, Jim Bernardi. Uh, we have Jalen Janeo, who will be in here in a second, and uh, uh, Mike DiCostanzo as well. And then we have some younger guys, too, who are coming in. Uh, so we're really excited about that. And with the guys that we have coming back, I feel like I've now coached them for, you know, over over two years, uh, year over a year and a half. So they kind of know what's already to be expected coming into this season. But I think we're going to raise that level a little bit. Uh, not just in expectations, but I think just for one particular goal. And that's really going to be our focus on defense this year, too, is just one. One more play, one more series, you know, one more thing to benefit not only yourself, but the guy next to you. One more thing to benefit the school. Um, and I think it can be really translatable into, obviously, the classroom as well. So, you know, that's really what we're going to do to enhance that that game, especially and, and really – up front, you know, because that's where it all starts is in those trenches. So, you know, if we could all focus on that one task, um, each play, each rep, you know, I think we'll be really successful. So I'm excited to implement that and get that going, man. Well, these guys have to be focused. Yeah. I've remarked so many times that uh, how in shape these young men look coming into the preseason because yeah. we're not at yeah. the season yet. It, coming into the preseason, because D3, different animal, you are only allowed X amount of time mm -hmm. with your players, yada, yada, yada. It's really up to the players. And, you know, we've had some who said they, you know, they check on each other. They make sure things are are happening. But, again, it doesn't have to happen. It really looks like it has Absolutely. Happened. Right. It seemed like this summer and even from talking to some of the guys today and throughout the summer, everyone kind of had a accountability buddy, right? And it seemed like, especially in the D-line, a couple guys were looking after some of our, our younger uh, defensive linemen coming into the ranks. You know, obviously Rocky Davis being the seasoned vet uh, he is and how influential he is, not only just on the D-line, but in the defense. You know, he did it a tremendous job just holding a lot of guys accountable and it wasn't really a call out it was more of a call up you know like call up to the challenge rise up to the challenge and I think he did a tremendous job on that you know just speaking on his leadership qualities uh you know so having that and having that back is is such a cool thing and you see these guys coming in ripped out of their minds man it looks like they've been eating dumbbells some of these guys so uh that's really encouraging thing as a staff to see so uh, like I said, I'm just really looking forward to get those cleats on the ground and get after it. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I had an accountability buddy when I was yeah. <laughs> when I was their age. Yeah, you know, give a call and say I'm eating another pint of Hagen Dazs. Yeah. <laughs> Help me out here. Absolutely. You know, they, but really, it's it's a reflection of the program, the coaching staff that each of these gentlemen take it so seriously. So Absolutely. I, I wish you all nothing but the best for the upcoming season. Truly appreciate it, man. I'm excited. So thank you. And thank you for having me, too. And thank you for having all of us. It's awesome. Certainly one of the Wolves' veteran players is Ambrose Richards. Oh, man, the, the, the Jersey boy made good. You are just <laughs> so solid game after game after game. One of the people that... I know younger players always look up to, and it's going to be no different uh, this campaign year. You're thrust once again into a leadership role, Ambrose. Yeah, got to accept it, though, when, especially when you've been around the system and around the players for as long as I have been. You know, it's, kind of, it's kind of part of my life. WestCon is who I am at this point. How did a Jersey guy end up here in Connecticut? <laughs> uh I have to I have to thank my coach Bajas from high school. He was close friends with one of the coach McIsaac, who ended up being my recruiting coach from West Con. Took the two and a half hour drive down to come see me, 
And I kind of fell in love with it. I came up here during a snowstorm. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not used to this. I'm like, I'm used to the beaches. So it was a nice little change of scenery, kind of far enough away that I wasn't, I could go home if I need, uh, far enough away that I wasn't like trapped in the, like my family household, but <laughs> close enough that if they called me and they needed something, I could take a trip down and help out. Boom. So. Yeah. So it, it, the convenience is there. Obviously, on the uh, on the academic side, uh, that has to be important too. Oh. Finding something you feel comfortable with. Hundred percent. Yeah. When they when I found out they offered uh, JLA, which is like Justice Law, and they had the Homeland Security Masters, I I wanted to go to FBI for probably about like the last like 10, 12 years of my life. So. I was like, if I can take advantage of me being able to play football and get my degree, why turn it down? Well, you've played some marvelous football during <laughs> your time. And, and Thank you. this this campaign, I, I mentioned you'll be certainly in a in a leadership role, but it's it's a defense that have a lot of guys, I think, with the kind of voices you really want to listen to. If you're a young player. You want to listen to these guys. You've been through the wars. You know what it takes. And I, I, I marvel at the experience, not just as, as players, but the experience as, as leaders. It's like you were all born to it. I, I'll say that uh, especially with the guys like me, Rock, Nosa, and you know, like the younger guys like Malik Green, like they're, the guys like him are building and kind of following in the steps that we took to get here. Like, uh, me, Rock, and Nosa, we had that COVID, all that COVID shenanigans and all that kind of sent us back, and none of us even knew if we were going to come back and play ball. So we we had to grow up. We had to kind of find out what that next step might be. And it, I think that being able to go out and do all that and realize that, hey, like, I still have love for the game and come back and be able to be a part of this new rebuild rebuilding of West Con football, it just gave us a whole new head of steam that we we truly want this place to become what we think it can be. So, like we we sh- we sh- we show by example. I think that's what that born leader aspect kind of looks like. Yeah, and and you do a marvelous job. And I want to wish you the best of luck for the upcoming season. You, your crew, the entire D. And the offense as well. We know they're yeah. the glory boys, right? Yeah, you know, I, I said this when I was in high school to my coach, Frank Edgley, who's over in Houston right now with the Texans. I said, offense is pretty. I said, go score all your points. I want to go hit people. <laughs> <laughs> well, hit them all the way to a championship, okay? Hey, one week at a time. That's all we can do. Troy Pamakala is with us. The man from Egypt. Well, New Egypt. New Jersey. And a linebacker and a guy who has some some other skills. They say you have talented toes, Troy. Yes, I can punt. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, and everybody, I don't care what level of football you're at, you need a guy who can do that and get it done and get it done well. Man, you have had a very interesting career, I think, here at uh, at Westcon. Uh, you know, look, you're you're gonna be one of those upper class leaders right. of this squad, helping to break other people in, but you got to concentrate on your gigs uh, as well. This defensive unit, uh, I, I think there's some excellent depth there, mm-hmm. but at the same time, some people you can impart some knowledge onto. I, you correct me if I'm wrong, Troy. Oh, uh, yeah, we have a lot of returners coming back, and I just remember coming here as a freshman 
is kind of like the same thing. Um, we had a bunch of uh, transfers come in, and we really started building a team about two, three years ago, and now everybody's coming back. We really lost a few guys from the starters on the defense, and it's really exciting to see everyone just work as a unit, get better every year. Is it difficult or easier because you get to observe a little bit more because you'll you'll be in there for X number of plays. Then you're going to take a little bit of a breather. Then you're back in. Then you got to worry about the punting game. So it's, uh, is it is it harder or easier because you get to do a little more observing, you maybe get that extra blow or two and you can be more effective? Um, it's definitely easier to get more collective and talk to your, to your coaches uh, as I'm catching my breath, like as in someone else is going in for the game. Uh, but we all have really like a rotation that we go for. Um, it definitely makes it easier on us. It's less stressful. Uh, it is kind of hard like when you're getting out of the rhythm, but I'm kind of used to it from high school, just going this position, that position, learn offense, defense. And now I could just stick to the defensive side and then focus it on punting as well. Toughest thing about punting, what is it? Is it worrying about your long snapper, wind? What is it? It's probably just the long snapper and then staying out of your head, just <laughs> keeping cool. <laughs> well, kick them high, kick them far, and kick them all the way to a championship. Thanks so much for being with us, John. Thank you. Deshaun Hardy-Walker going to be a big part of this Wolves D this coming season. Um, look, defensive back, but what do you feel you're a natural at? I'm a natural at football. <laughs> That's what I say. I feel like I could play any position, really. I've been moving around a lot. I played uh, receiver when I was younger. Moved to uh, strictly defense when I got to college. Well, I think uh, you can be a, an impact guy. I mean, you got the speed, you got the quickness, but everybody knows to be a DB, this is no slight on any other defensive player. You got to have between your ears because you've, you've got a lot to absorb mm -hmm. in a split second. Yeah, of course. Um, and you don't want to be caught with your cleats on one side of the field yeah. and you're on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. So... Tell us a little bit about the, the uh, your experience and and how you approach being a member of the secondary. When I go out there, I know people look at me as a leader, so I try to set the defense up in the best position they could be, calling plays, cut checks, reading tendencies, you know, making my keys, making it easier. Because when I like to like just look at the offense. And I get the read the play, and then it's easier at that point for me. I just do my keys. So when I go out there, I just do me, honestly. Communication is big. Film work big, too, for you? Film. A lot of film study. A lot of film study. Because when you film study and go out there and run it, it's like, oh, I was here. It's like rewatching a movie, watching a play. It was just like a song. Like, oh, I know what's going to happen next. But I got to make that play. Is it tough, though? Rewatching yourself and having to go through everything because not every game, not everything's going to be yeah. perfect. It doesn't yeah. work that way in any sport. Yeah, there's no script. You know, whether it's basketball, there's going to be a missed shot. Sorry, you can't have that one back. So is it is it a little difficult or do you just relish the experience to keep learning? 
Nah, it's always more than learn. You know what I mean? It's always more than learn. So you keep learning when you go out there, but you feel me? It's not difficult for me. Have you enjoyed your time so far here at Westcott? Yeah, I enjoy my time at Westcott. I like it here, I like the coaches, players. We have a great uh, community here, great community. And I, I think great communication. We were told by several that in the off season, guys would check on each other to make yeah. sure training regimens are yeah. are being followed. And yeah, we and all push each other to do better, keep keep us on our toes. It's a friendly competition. You know, we all want to see each other get better because we got a good room of players. Well, Deshaun, you're a guy who is getting better and even bigger things, I think, certainly to come from you. You've got, I know you got some more time left here. I'm not trying to push out the door and saying this is it nah. for Deshaun. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, you're a guy I could see making uh, that kind of leap. So good yeah. thoughts to you, good thoughts to the Wolves. Yeah. Grab a championship for us. Uh-huh, big year this year. Got a lot to prove. Julianne Ferguson is here, part of the great receiving core that Westcott has. Man, I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if people are going to be able to defend you guys. Too many options. I agree. Too many options to see on the <laughs> offensive side. Oh well, it, you know you got a top flight running back. You've got your number one quarterback back. Mm -hmm. You you have receivers who several have remarked. Gonna to be tough for a defense to sit there concentrate on anybody because you can all get the job done. And I'm not saying they're all interchangeable parts. You're all different people. You're all marvelous in your own ways, but they can't overlook one to try and double up on another. It just isn't gonna work against the Wolves, I think. You tell me. I believe that's a very fair take. Um... Within the past years, we've gotten a lot of new weapons, and I'm very excited for this year. Um, everyone can get it done. This whole summer, we've been working, um, just putting in the time just so we can all be on the same page, understand the playbook, so we can interchange anybody at any position, and everyone can get the job done. You've seen that last season, and it's going to be even better this season with all the experience coming in. Um, everyone's gotten their snaps, and I'm excited. How do you foresee in terms of not just your play, just the, the offense in in general. We know last year guys had to really step up due to some injuries. People are back. People are healthy now. So there's uh, a little more depth going out there. But uh, do you see that added experience that some people may have gained last year due to injury just making the offense stronger? I 100% um, see that. Um, very unfortunate what happened to our starting quarterback and our second-string quarterback, but people that set, stepped up did their jobs. Um, and from that, seat, we're on a five-game winning streak, I believe, and um, that couldn't have been hap uh, able to be done without the people that stepped up. And that experience was just huge for our end, so we know who else can do stuff when it really comes down to crunch time. And, yeah. What's well, going to be the number one thing in this preseason? Because you still have a little time to go before game number one. What's going to be the uh, in the formal preseason? What's going to be the number one thing for for you? What do you feel that that you want to work on the most in this preseason? Um, personally, I feel like 
I need to work on all stages of me being a receiver. I don't think that I'm topped out at anything. Um, I feel like I'm pretty good at most things, but definitely can get my hands better. Uh, speed, uh, getting in and out of my routes, um, attacking the ball. That was that was um, one of my things that I needed to work on last season. I've been working over that over the summer, and uh, it's definitely going to continue through the camp. Um, just being more confident and being more vocal, that definitely affects my play. So going into the season, I definitely am going to work on those things. Well, I think it'll happen. The improvement in so many guys, uh, it's, it's great to see. It's, I, I dare anybody out there to point a finger at any Wolves player and say they've taken a step backwards if they've been here for several campaigns. You're one of the guys who continues to, to step it up, and we wish you the best for the upcoming campaign. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mike DeCostanzo is a guy who's, I, I think, going to see more, more time because the, the young man from Wilton has been impressive in any opportunity he's been given. Mike, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Look at this team. Look at it. It's great to see healthy guys, in shape guys. The, the depth factor, very impressive, Mike. Very impressive. Yeah, we got a lot of talent this year. Uh, I think the majority of our team is returning, and I'm really excited about that. A lot of guys coming back uh, for their fifth year, including myself. So uh, I'm, I'm just excited to see what uh, what happens. I think it's going to be only good stuff. Yeah, it's a, it, we have to get It's part of the lexicon now. Fifth-year players really become part yeah. of the lexicon thanks to COVID and the pandemic and uh, the NCAA not wanting to punish people because mm -hmm. of the COVID. They should have that that opportunity, but still, yeah, you gotta wanna come back. There are only so many opportunities to continue playing the the game of football. You gotta wanna come back. And I know the university has ended up being not just an athletic fit for you, but an academic fit as well. Of course, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I can't, can't have, don't have enough good things to say about the university from the academic standpoint. I mean, it's been great. I got through in four years with the help of my professors and everything, and um, now I'm coming back for my master's. So obviously, I, I've enjoyed the academic experience to, to continue here, you know. And you, you could have continued that and stopped it, yeah. the football side mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. But you didn't. So the enjoyment is still there as well in playing yes. the game. Yes, yes. There's good days and bad days, but <laughs> overall we come out we come out ahead. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you gotta like this crew that you're you're with, though. They they all seem to carry a positive attitude. Mm -hmm. uh, the one thing that will I think strike fans is uh, if they could if fans could just look take that sneaky peek inside, they would see the work ethic. Oh, yeah. Of you guys. Everybody likes to see results, but I like to see where those results came from. And, and really, it's been remarkable. Coach Loth has done an outstanding job, but ultimately comes down to you guys wanting to get it done and not saying, oh, yeah, I've done enough. Yeah. I, I put in my time. Yeah. 
a, a tremendous amount of work goes into it, and uh, it really starts here during camp. These are the dog days, we call them. So uh, all the blood, sweat, and tears from this, it, it will really uh, shape the rest of our season. You know, obviously there's injuries during the season. You know, hopefully everybody stays healthy, but, you know, this is, this is where it begins. You're one of the local, local guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I commuted for three years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, having, uh, you know, been in Wilton and, and, and now here in Danbury, uh, I understand how a lot of people want to, uh, they want to go away and this and that. But you found the right fit mm -hmm. for you. So uh, I, I'm saying, I guess, in a way, you would encourage kids to take a look at Westcom before you make those decisions to go here, there, everywhere. Really take a look because it's worked out mm -hmm. yeah. for a guy who's a scooch away. Yeah, and uh, I never thought I'd go to school as I, I never thought I'd go to school as close to, to home as I did, and I never thought I'd commute. But um, it's really it's been a, a great experience, like you said, both academically and athletically, and the friends I've been able to make here, even while I was commuting, it's a, it's a great place. I, I it's a, a hidden gem in in Connecticut. I recommend anybody in this area or the tri-state area check it out before you know going uh, going too far away. I think we need to put this man on a poster. Yeah, <laughs> right. I I can't thank you enough, Mike, for being with us. Best of luck on this campaign and in all your endeavors. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. Jalen Janeo is with us, junior defensive lineman, but he hails originally from the home of Sinatra, Hoboken, New Jersey. My gosh. Jalen, welcome, welcome, my friend. Uh, it's nice to be here. Thank <laughs> you. And... and Hoboken is a, a sweet spot in my heart. Um, one of the uh, the best place I ever had Fratiavolo sauce was in Hoboken, New Jersey. So you come from a great place. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here you've really been uh, an impact kind of guy. A guy who's going to see even even more time. Uh, does it does it bother you though that? You are referred to as jelly. I know. I, I, I think more granite than jelly. No, where the name came from was really in um in high school, and um I used to bring a pack of like jelly beans and like candy to to like pregame and practice before practice actually, and um one of my coaches was like, you know what? I'm gonna call you Jelly. And I was like, <laughs> all right. And it just stuck on me ever since. Everybody called me Jelly. I was just like, I just accepted it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like this Jelly's gonna turn into jam one day, you know? <laughs> well, you've jammed enough people up, let's put it that way, uh, during your time. What's your opinion of the, uh, of the defensive crew? I feel like we have a very um, young lineup now, well, very experienced in a way. Well, we we all like we all had playing time last year and um it's just like we have a lot of people that if we were to get hurt there's another set ready to go and they're just as experienced like for me instance I'm I'm with Rock Rock Rocky yep 
right now, and um, and he's he's like he's our all conference player, and um, I'm like right behind him, like doing almost the same damage pretty much, and like we we rotate, we keep it fresh. And it's just interchangeable parts. Yeah, yeah, and and very successful at it, and it's one way to keep the bodies fresh. I don't care if you're playing nine games, ten games. 20 games. It's a, it's a lot of time. There's practice. There's prepping. It's good to keep the bodies fresh. And when you have people who are so close in the uh, in the talent and experience department, it, you know it's a it's a win win, and it's the best way to prep prep somebody to be next man up uh, in case you know something happens and things happen yeah. in college football. When when did you first start playing though? Youth football? Yeah. I started like around when I was um like around eight eight years old. Oh my gosh. It all started because um first grade where I wasn't really doing well in school. And I was just I felt like there was no need to go to school when I was like, you know, first grade. You don't feel like doing nothing. But my father found out, and he just, um, he was like, you know what, you big guy, you know, big kid, let, let me see, like, if you like, if you would like this sport of football, I was like, I watch it, looks fun, let me try it out, tried it out, it's been my motivation to stay in school so I could just play football, you know? Yeah, because you can't do one without the other, whether it's youth football or playing here in college. No, always student before athlete. You got to got to get it done. Yeah, and and that's great. It's a great example, and and you've taken to it. You have done well in school. You're back here playing for the uh, for the football team. Um, again, we got another poster child here for a success story for how the student athlete life works, and you've you've done it to perfection so far. I want to wish you the best in the upcoming uh, season. I know. There's more reps out there, but the bottom line is conference championship, right? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Says it matter-of-factly. Thanks so much, Jim. Thank you. The former Bethel Wildcat is here, Kevin Wood. How you doing, Kev? I'm good. How are you? All right. We are ready, willing, and set to go to war again in this uh, in this conference and you're one of the guys who's going to be seeing a little bit of a an increase in activity if mm -hmm. you will no i hear you yeah um yeah well i mean i started last season um but i think it now there's more of an expectation because really last season was my first season so i was kind of game was still fast for me and even my coaches were saying how it was going to slow down immensely. So the now there's kind of an expectation that my production and everything else will improve. And because of that, um, I would be able to um, play more, essentially. It's going to be harder to get the wood man off the field. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, basically, that's basically it. You, yeah, again, we point this out to some of the, the guys who are Local and by local, I mean Greater Danbury area, or you know from uh, Waterbury, or they may be from Bridgeport or wh wherever. 
But guys who have decided to stay in state mm-hmm. and and play their football, there there has to be the overall package here, and so uh, you've been able to have that uh, a nice marriage, academics and oh yeah, the athletic career. Yeah. So what really drew me to Westcon was um, well, number one, how close um, it was to my home. I, I'm. 15 minutes away and before then I was at a different school two and a half hours away mainly just for football so football initially attracted me right and then I also heard that the academics were really awesome here and then from that um, I kind of decided to you know explore my options right so I started with finance and then um, the faculty here have just been amazing Um, they've helped me out through my journey um, deciding on what type of degree, because I, I have two degrees now, so, or I'm pursuing two degrees. And so they've really helped me out in my journey and choosing which one I need to do and then kind of planning my next steps as far as classes. So they've really, they really helped me out a lot. And you still get to pursue football with a top shelf program. Exactly. So two birds with one stone. It's like win, 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 win. Speaking of winning, uh, before we run away, uh, you... You're familiar with a guy named Glover, right? I I am, yeah. He um he was my well actually I've seen him a couple times at the gym that I train at. I do Muay Thai and uh, grappling classes. So there's there's a gi grappling class, which is your traditional BJJ class, which has belts and there's a belt system to it. And then I've just done the grappling, so the no gi class, just regular like street clothes. And I've loved it. I've seen him. I've seen Glover there a couple of times, which is awesome. I've had my my fanboy moments with him. <laughs> the champion Glover to share yeah. is who we're referring to. Yes, yes. And then, um, all it's really tr- um, taught by you know professional fighters, and then they have a whole bunch of amateur fighters there that help out with their classes. So it's really cool. Um, you pay for what you get, and you get the best. So. I love it. And just another way to well-round life's experience. Mm -hmm. And uh, glad to have you here at at Westcott. Look forward to what you guys are going to do on the field this campaign. Thanks so much, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. Corey Tahey is the gentleman we're talking to now. I almost find it hard to believe. I, I don't find it hard to believe you're from Staten Island originally. But that a school would be named, I could see a resort being named, but a school being named St. Joe's by the Sea. Yeah. It almost sounds too placid. How could one have a football career if they're... By the sea. By the sea. Yeah. Yeah. So back in, actually back in middle school, actually, uh, I heard about the school back in like sixth grade only because my uh, middle school teacher, her daughter who was in high school at the time, went there. She played on the softball team. She always talked about how good the softball program was and was always happy about, about the school. So I, I kind of got my a little foot into the water about that. And then it wasn't until, I think, seventh or eighth grade, my high school coach at the time, Michael Corona, uh, he came to my school, my elementary school, so I talked to him, and he saw me. He's like, he invited me over to um, the open house. He talked to me over there. He invited me to go over to the... Um, 
some like virtual, some like um, football meeting where all the football kids who are interested can go to the football games. And, you know, I think that's when I was like, yes, this is a school for me. The way the school was at the time, it was like beautiful. Everything was attractive. So I was like, I just knew it was the right school for me. But just hearing that by the sea, it gets a lot of people picked up <laughs> because literally our, that school is literally like right over, there's literally like an ocean right over there. So. It, Probably the ferry stop by yeah. every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, but look, the, what counts is is that you had a great time, great experience, and what counts here is that you've got another great experience mm -hmm. academically and athletically. Some may say, big shoes to fill, but you've already had experience on the field with the, with the Wolves. And, yeah. And shown, I think, what you're capable of. Yeah, yeah. So actually, so it was my sophomore year. So technically after the year of COVID, we're going to get that one year back. So I was behind Matt Forty, great linebacker, good leader. You know, that's my friend, brother. I would do anything for him. So being behind him, like, like we saw how he was on the field, you know, all conference. Uh, injuries aside from last year, like he was still doing his thing. So learning from him, being behind him, I got a chance to like experience like you know, how it is to be filling that leader spot. And it wasn't until, uh, like, I got a chance to, like, see how, you know, the game was here and there. I made some plays here and there. And it was, like, getting my feet nice and wet. It wasn't until last year at Bridgewater, even though it wasn't a game that we wanted, I think I proved my point. Like, you know, I'm here to sell the, the mask hack that, you know, don't count me out. Show my teammates that, you know, you go always rely on me, even though I was still behind you. I still... You know, talk to him to this day about, you know, how to get better and stuff like that. I could always reach out to him and stuff like that. So just because of that experience of being behind him, seeing how it is and stuff like that, even because of my coaches still believing in me, I still, you know, truly believe that it, be it worked to my benefit. Looks like a pretty good crew, both sides of the ball. Yeah, very good crew, yeah. So uh, I can't, like, it's hard. So, like, going into college football, I was just, like, Coming from high school, like it was a different experience, like because you have everybody like at the same thing. Everybody's at the top of their game, you know. It's everybody that's like the best player from their county or their town, and you're like you're competing for that spot. So to be able to not only get playing time a little bit, and but to make a play here and there, and, you know, make a good mark, just shows that like you know, like you know what you're doing, and you know, there's only better things to come from there. Well, we wish you many better things and we know that uh, we know you have an important uh, gig upcoming but we know you're up to the task we've we've seen what you're what you're capable of so what's a few more reps right yeah just a few more reps yeah a few more reps but I'm ready for it I've been preparing for this so uh, you know even it's a bigger road to fill very big shoes to fill but I'm prepared for it I'm ready to go and like like you said like I'm ready for it you know I feel like last year I made my mark a little bit more, so I feel like I can lead myself and I feel confident in my abilities to take This could be the run. year of the Tehi, right? Yeah, definitely the big year. I feel <laughs> it. I feel it in my bones. <laughs> well, thanks for being with us and stay safe and stay well. Thank you. You too. Well, welcome back, everybody. WestCon Football Podcast. We're going to wrap things up. Bart Pastrana with Coach Joe Loth and Coach, one of the things I was most impressed with with the uh, with the players is uh, how much they've enjoyed 
for those who are veteran players, how much they've enjoyed their overall experience at the university, athletically, academically, uh, from the social aspect. Uh, guys really couldn't say enough. I, I, I was telling the pooch, our, our, our producer, he, it, we may have found two, three, four, five, six, seven poster kids for the <laughs> university in this group. Yeah, you know, part of uh, what we try to do here football-wise is we think the football experience is as important as anything that we do here. Uh, how we coach them, uh, you know, and, and the experience they have, but also the college experience. We want these kids to come here, uh, enjoy football, work at it. We're going to work them as coaches, but also enjoy college. And, and the more they enjoy school here, the easier it is to recruit other kids to come in. The more they graduate, the easier it is for kids to come in here and have a great experience. So... So I'm excited to hear that. I really didn't obviously hear any of what they had to say on here, but uh, I'm excited uh, that our guys are having good, positive college experiences. That's part of what we're trying to do. Well, the the squad looks great. The depth factor, I you can never have enough depth, never, right, Coach? Never have enough depth. So, it, it, you know, for kids, because every I mean, every, everybody wants to play. You're a member of the team because you want to want to play. But the point is, is that uh, you know, it's it's team first. That depth factor is so important, and I know you stress this to these guys, how important everybody is to the team, whether they're getting high reps or whether they may have to sit on their keister for a little bit. You stress to these guys how important they are to the team, and I think that's worth a lot. Yeah, and that's important. You know, you just look at our quarterback position last year. I mean, we had four guys play quarterback for us. Three different guys started games uh, to help us win seven games last year. So... We know we have to have depth at all positions, and uh, and like you said, we 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 try to emphasize to our guys that you know every game is won by every player on the team, whether you're starting, whether you're backup, whether you're the third guy, or whether you're helping guys practice that week as a scout team guy. So depth is so important. Developing depth, developing young kids to become future players, all that stuff ties together, and then to ultimately winning football games is how you build culture, and winning football games is how you build depth because kids want to stick around when you're winning football games and be part of the process. So everything kind of goes hand in hand. Season will be starting soon enough with a non-conference game. Then the conference schedule will be kicking in uh, after that. So, uh, man, it's it's bang, bang, bang. Not a lot of breather time uh, for once everything gets going. So these, these few weeks prior to the season, so important to get everybody, make sure we're all on that same page, make sure everybody's ready for action physically uh, as, as well. So th it's a short span of time that you're allowed to get ready for a very intense season. You, you know what's great about our school this year? Uh, they went back to allowing us to have a true training camp. Last year, we reported and commuters had to come from home for practice Everyone kind of moved into the regular housing, and we were kind of, and it was a late kind of call in our school doing that. This year, our housing department's been great. Everybody's great. We're reporting today, and we're going to live together as a team for two weeks. And us living together for a team for two weeks is such a unique bonding experience. And I'm so thankful we're allowed to go back to that. And I, I talked to our coach about this, and I talked to our team uh, tonight when I talked to him. That football training camp, it doesn't matter if you're in college or the pros, that one of the most unique things in life and that for the next two weeks, literally I said goodnight and goodbye to my wife <laughs> this morning. And I, in some ways I won't see her for two weeks because I'll be getting home at 11 o'clock at night, leaving at 6 a.m. But our players will be here for two weeks. 
They, sh they, they, they're not going to see their girlfriend for two weeks. They're not worried about a part-time job for two weeks. They're not worried about classes for two weeks. They're not worried about anything in the world for two weeks. And it's such a unique thing to be able to shut the world down and focus on one thing for two weeks in life. And even at my age, I appreciate it. The more older I get, the more I appreciate it. And our guys, uh, you know, I, I continually tell them, let's take advantage of this two weeks. It's so unique. Well, I'm chomping at the bit. I'm, I'm glad I don't have to go through two weeks of training camp. No, you can. <laughs> hey, Bart, you're invited every day. Let's get you out there <laughs> cracking the pads. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm passing that. I'll bring some binoculars and watch you, though. Uh, but, no, I appreciate that. And then during the season, we'll, uh, we'll be back. We'll have some more podcasts yep. coming your way uh, with Coach Loth and hopefully some alum as well. Oh, Pooch has something. Uh -oh. If I may. Alert. Coach, do you have any particular boxes to check or scores to settle or anything coming into this season from last season? Well, you know, we'd like to build off what we did last year. Like we don't, in a lot of ways, you don't worry about who you're playing because you, if you play up to your ability and, and work hard and follow the process. So we're not so much opponent driven and you know, we'll break them down and we'll know them like the back of our hand, but we're more process oriented that we've got to do our things to be successful. So really the biggest thing is we're just looking to build off of what we finished last year. We finished with a five-game winning streak with a lot of momentum, with a lot of guys back. Uh, and, and really we're on a mission right now. And, uh, and hopefully we can get our ship straight as quick as we can to continue on this mission. And really that's our goal this year is to live up to our potential. We have huge expectations as a program. I have huge expectations for our program. So it's to continue where we left off last year is kind of our whole what we're trying to get done. Yeah, important to have so many guys coming back who have the taste of that without a question that winning streak. Yeah, so they can impart the the wisdom on the others. Yeah, without a question, <laughs> without a question. And what's unique about where we're at now is, you know, two years ago when we after COVID we came back, we had 19 new starters. Like we had a is like it was almost like we started football over again because of we had a bunch of guys graduate and we had all these new starters. Last year, those guys were back for their second year, and we kind of turned the corner. Uh, really going up to Plymouth, we turned the corner, having to go on the road a four-hour ride. You know, you know, beating a five and zero Plymouth team, and then we—that's when our winning streak started. And that same team's back. Like really, we have our team back. 90, 80, 90 percent of those guys are back. That's core group for the third year. So that's what's exciting is to kind of continue to build on this journey that we started after COVID, and hopefully we can continue and hit the ground running with them. But understanding that it's a day-to-day -day process of getting better to, to, to not take anything for granted, too. Well, I, I have remarked before how I don't know if I've ever seen a Wolves team come back for preseason as in shape as this group, number yeah. one. We'll find, out, we'll find out tomorrow with our conditioning <laughs> test. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's Coach saying that. I, th I think you guys are in fantastic shape. They think they're ready. <laughs> But, uh, and the other thing uh, is just the enthusiasm. I've seen enthusiasm before, but uh, it's enthusiasm, a little bit of salivating yeah. uh, that I'm seeing going on with these guys ready to play some football and ready to, to take care of business. Uh, so I, I know everything is cross your fingers, cross your toes, but for fans out there, I'm saying the enthusiasm should be there. Make sure your fannies are going to be ready to be in the seats for five home games yep. and maybe do a little traveling because yep. 
Some of these locales that we play at are not that far. Yep. Uh, and, and just be ready for some football. You know the team is going to want to do their best. You know they're going to be well coached. So the bottom line is Wolves are ready for the ring. Yep. We're uh, doing everything we can to take it one game at a time and live up to our, our potential and our expectations this year. All right. We hope to talk to some alum during the course of the uh, the season as well and bring you some of their memories and insight as well about Westcon football. The Wolves are back in the den for another gridiron campaign. My thanks to the pooch, Coach Loft, Bart Pasterna saying, Stay safe and stay well, and we'll talk to you soon. This has been the WestCon Football Podcast. The WestCon Football Podcast is a production of WCSU Media, engineered by Peter Puccio and produced by Scott Volpe. Listen and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us find new listeners. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at WCSU Podcasts, and feel free to reach out to us by email at podcasts at wcsu.edu. Thanks for listening.